This is the Tuesday, September 7th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We got you covered with a variety of action for tonight on a light card on this Tuesday, but we'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian alongside Tyler Fulgham on this Tuesday after the long weekend. So no podcast yesterday. We all have the day off, but we're ready to get back at it today, Tyler. Yeah, it was a nice little weekend, uh, a long one to get us ready for the grind that is you know, the full football season with kickoff in the NFL just two days away and then a big Sunday slate this weekend. Yeah, no, it's crazy. So let's talk the card. I have a football play coming up this weekend, but I want to get your thoughts. Anything stand out to you on the baseball diamond? Yeah, there's one uh, matchup in particular that I really want to attack. It's the San Francisco Giants visiting the Colorado Rockies at Coors Field. The biggest reason I'm interested in this game is Colorado is sending starter Chichi Gonzalez out to the bump. And this season, Gonzalez has an ERA north of six. Um, he's only striking out uh, less than 13% of the batters he sees, so he doesn't miss bats, and that's always bad in a cavernous park like uh, Coors Field. He's allowing uh, 1.65 homers per nine innings this season. Righties in particular have really mashed against him. So the Buster Posey's and the Chris Bryant's of the world, if Bryant is available for the lineup, um, they are guys who I really think can do some damage. But any which way you want to attack the Giants, just beating uh, the Rockies with good offense, I'm willing to do. Giants' first five run line. Uh, they're minus 145. The first five over three and a half runs is minus 110. If you want to stretch it out and tack that Colorado bullpen, I'm okay with that as well. I also like the fact that Logan Webb is going for the uh, Giants, and he's got a ground ball rate north of 60. And that's always good when you're playing it uh, at Coors Field to uh, have a pitcher who induces a lot of ground balls. So any which way you can bet the Giants, basically, I like them today. 100% agree. That was the team that jumped out to me because of, like you said, the pitching disparity between the two starters and also just the Giants playing really good ball. Um, they took two or three from L.A., including touching up Walker Bueller Sunday night. They are a good team, and I know we've laughed about it throughout the season saying, like, <laughs> guys, they're not going away. They're legit, all that stuff. But for some reason, um, there seems to be more opportunities uh, betting on them than against them uh, just with the, the market, so to speak. So uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. On San Francisco. Anything else for the dime, from the Diamond? Yeah, I'm uh, dabbling with the thought of making this my dog of the day. Uh, the Nats are basically uh, plus 200. Plus 199 is what I saw in Caesar. So maybe you can round it up and get that extra cent. Uh, but a big dog in Atlanta against the Braves. Now, you would think the Braves have the massive pitching advantage with Max Freed on the bump. And Freed has been you know, really good in some spots this season, but he can get touched up. The reason I like the Nats as a huge underdog, if I have to take a dog on today's card, is because sneaky, just like the Baltimore Orioles, this is one of the best, maybe the best offense in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching. They're second in average, they're first in on-base percentage, they're second in slugging, and they're first in OPS. Their lineup has an OPS over 800 against left-handed pitching this season. So even though you think of this team with just Juan Soto and his platoon from the left side, for whatever reason, they have just murdered left-handed pitching this season. So Freed is good. Obviously wouldn't be shocked if he shoves it, but no one should be shocked if the Nationals put a few crooked numbers up against the uh, Braves because of what they've done against lefties. And if they can get an above average or, you know, out of a, uh, out of ordinary start uh, from their starter and the, uh, the bullpen can make it hold up, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see them score five or six runs in this game because they've done damage against lefties all season long. All right, fair enough. Certainly a valid case. 
Uh, I have a game in college football that's standing out, and I think if you like the side and agree with me, I would say now's the time to strike. Saturday night at the Coliseum, USC hosting Stanford. We saw what the Cardinal did or really didn't do against <laughs> Kansas State in the opener. Really limited offensively. If you listen to Daily Wager, both Joe and Stanford Steve had talked about it. Joe was on the Wildcats. Steve was on the under, just knowing how limited this Stanford team is with a team total for the season, regular, regular season win total, that is, of four. So uh, I'm, I'm going to lay the USC 17. There's one 17. I'm going to grab it uh, when I, as soon as I get off the pod, but there's mostly 17 and a halfs out there. Given that it's late Saturday night and what USC looked like in the opener, what the Cardinal looked like in the opener, it's got to go up. Uh, so I would say, um, you know, obviously these are the games over the years that Stanford has actually showed up and played <laughs> well. I just don't think they have the horses in this one. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, obviously, Stanford Steve knows – uh, his ball club, his program, as well as any in the country. And that win total just being four for the season was rather shocking. Kudos to Joe for attacking that in week one. And I think you're smart here trying to find on a Tuesday pod, if you want to bet some college football, you know, we'll encourage all of our listeners, all our viewers on Daily Wager, find games that you think you're getting a, a key number like 17 before it goes to 17 and a half to ensure the push, um, because that, that might be going up in the uh, favor of a uh, USC. So whether it's college or national football league games, if you think there's a key number you can get now because it's going to change, um, go ahead and attack that. All right. Good stuff as always. And uh, I mentioned it last week, but since we're on it, there's a uh, Belichick out there at 18 to one to win uh, coach of the year. Highly recommended two sharp books in town. Have him as the favorite or second favorite at 10 to one and 12 to one. Um, basically comes down to this. If you think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs, which are about plus 120, plus 125, he's going to get credit for the defense and having a rookie quarterback based off a seven-win season last year. Mac Jones will get credit, too, if the offense plays well, but it's going to be all Belichick. Hasn't won it since 2010. Remember the NBA MVP race where LeBron was sort of getting that lifetime achievement narrative while playing well. I think Belichick could get that, too, to turn this Patriots team around and get into the postseason. So if you like plus 120 to make the playoffs, I would just play – 18 to one for coach of the year. Absolutely agree with that. Obviously one could happen without the other, but last year Stefanski won it on a wild card team, albeit an 11 win wild card team. But still, um, I just think there's situation. There's a couple guys that I have circled, but like, you know, Staley's the, the favorite at one book because obviously the chargers turn things around. He'll get a lot of credit. So just things like that. There's like Lafleur's not very high because he's on back to back 13 win season. So it's just the room for improvement. Isn't there. So it's just it's a nuanced uh, betting market for sure. But anything else for you before we uh, wish our listeners a, a good Tuesday? That's all I got today. Uh, just like I said, excited for uh, football to be back. Whether it's uh, wagering, daily fantasy, season long fantasy, it's uh, the grind starts now. Yeah, it really does. So we're back on ESPN two this week, six Eastern. However, today and tomorrow, just a half hour show. Not too crazy because it's a light baseball card to, today and tomorrow, but. 30-minute show, 6 Eastern, ESPN2, both tonight and tomorrow. 